Welcome back to It's Crazier, Crazier in My Business, episode 29. <laughs> 27? 20, no, it's not. It's definitely 29. Are I you think. sure it's 29? I said it apprehensively, but I feel like I'm right. I'm pretty sure it's 28. Definitely, I think 28 was our last one, which is why I think this one is 29, because that's how numbers work. I understand how logically that would yeah. make sense. I just uh, haven't what, been keeping what track. What was the, the decision, Ben? It is 29. Oh, it's 29. Okay. Good job, Tavi. Like me. I'm sweet, sweet 29 yeah. for this last week. Yeah. This is the last week by this time next week. Oh, yeah. You're going to be 30. Oh, no, no, Welcome. no, no. No, no. But, <laughs> hey, for I know nobody for, tells you this, but uh, once you turn at midnight, your knees just give out. No. They just completely <laughs> go to shit. Like, bye. <laughs> You're going to get out of bed and fall <laughs> on the just ground. Fall over. That's fine. Um, it's okay. I'm getting massaged. So hopefully my body will thank me. Yeah, they don't massage knees. Mm, well, they'll massage so. around the knee. I've heard so much about misogyny though. Oh, misogyny. Ben's. He's got something to say. He always does. Yeah. But we're back. <laughs> we are. And we're your hosts. Tavi. I'm me. That's me. I'm Tavi. And I, <laughs> I'm Becky. Yeah. Not Tavi. No. <laughs> yeah. Contrary to what many white people like to believe. <laughs> we are two different people. We are. And we took a week off because, you know, things happen. Yeah. Life happens. Like to us, and you guys know that. So thanks for and you know sticking what? with Be it. Be happy we didn't take this week off too, because we could have. <laughs> we, we very easily <laughs> could have. We have, you know, a very good reasoning for inc- this pregnancy has been really hard on me. It's been really hard. It's been really hard. I've been feeling sick, <laughs> tired. Lots I don't know if fatigue. you know this, Becky, but growing a life takes a lot out of you. Uh, yeah, I've heard so. Mm-hmm. I've just not been doing great. Yeah. It's taken a lot for me. Well, I'm glad that you feel comfortable enough to share that with I me. I wanted to share it on the podcast. And our podcast audience. I thought people should know how much yeah. the pregnancy is. Well, really because you're me. sacrificing so much. Oh, my God. I mean, the I levels. <laughs> but it's, you know, a, the, a, the emotional a labor, labor of love. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a labor, yeah. a labor of love. And while you've been, you know, gleeful, happy, comfortable. <laughs> well rested right i have just been tossing and turning definitely i've been sleeping like a baby the best you've ever (laughs) slept i'm sure truly no one tells you about how pregnancy sleep is (laughs) serene (laughs) i mean you barely move those hidden gems yeah Yeah. never have to pee never no cramps meanwhile here i am peeing all the time and that is a fact (laughs) (laughs) it is (laughs) it absolutely is i pee a lot this is the first time that you've come over and you didn't immediately go pee i peed before like right like literally right before i got in the car oh yeah okay so we'll make it through the episode yeah we will absolutely that's awesome i'm excited about it what so what's on your mind before we jump right into the business what is on my mind um i watched uh this there's this series on hulu well i mean it's on like a news channel i don't know which one but i watch it on hulu called superstar and it's about like superstars of our era uh the episodes let's see there's a whitney houston episode there are two mike tyson episodes oh wow! there's a richard Pryor episode a john ritter episode and i i'm i think that's all and I watched Richard Pryor's last night, which just feels like anytime I watch any comedy focused documentary, it's like very inspiring, but it's fleeting. And yeah. then I'm just like, and then it makes me mad because I'm like, oh man, because there's just so many male comics that think that their voice <laughs> will matter <laughs> Needs to be as much as Richard Pryor's. Absolutely. It, I think if anything, like that's what was annoying me the whole time I was watching this documentary is just thinking about like all the times male comics feel compelled to tell you who their favorite comedians are. Yeah. And it's always like George Carlin and Richard Pryor. Yeah. And then, um, but they never talk about like how terrible their lives were. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so happy that you idolize Richard Pryor. Like, do you, do you realize what he came from to be yeah. here? And then- how little also, he wanted to live. <laughs> how are I'm tired of men with the George Carlin thing, but then they reek of like misogyny. For real. When he, <laughs> it's like, like they never actually listen to anything. You never listen to anything, listen to anything he said. said. 
And it shows. So you're just dropping names that you think make you sound smart. <laughs> because y'all are idiots. And like, you know what? It's so funny because so many of them, I also feel like their moms were the big George Carlin fans. Yeah, they were <laughs> and just they like, don't think about that They're not drawing all. the connection. Oh, but um, yeah. So I watched that last night and it put me in like, just like a weird headspace about comedy where I was just like, wow, this is this is a weird thing that we feel compelled to do yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, and then I watched the two episodes today about Mike Tyson and they were really fucking awful. Okay. But was Robin Givens mentioned? Yes. Good. Yes. Can't I, I feel extensively they actually. Uh huh. They need to. Um, the interview, uh, of, like who I can't remember who interviewed them. Was it Barbara Walters? I feel like it probably was. She was interviewing everybody back then. She was awful. <laughs> also, nobody talks about how terrible Barbara Walters was. She was really awful. Yeah. Most of the time. I will pick Diane Sawyer every day over oh, Barbara yeah. Walters. Oh yeah. Because For Diane Sawyer down. at least had like a nice face. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Barbara Walters concerned. was harsh and mean. Yeah, she just stared at you with her old baby old woman white face. I can't stand it. I was, I'm all getting all jumbled up, but Diane looked like she cared. She did. With a furrowed brow mm-hmm. concerning. Like, yeah. Kind okay? of like a like a young librarian vibe. Yeah. You know? I mean that if I can't have Oprah. Well, right. Right. We can't always have Oprah. If we can't have Oprah, I'll, I'll take Diane. Yeah. But um, anyways, it was that that's been my last few days. I've just been watching docu-series about um, <laughs> about famous people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was really disheartening. Learning about um, Mike Tyson, like that he found um like peace in raising pigeons right when yeah, he was a kid yeah i know that <laughs> and then <laughs> i think that's a really well-known well, yeah. mike tyson no thing. but like that one of like a that like one of his bullies found him with his pigeons and picked up one of the pigeons and he was like leave my pigeon alone and he ripped the his the bully ripped the pigeon's head off like twisted it and pulled the pigeon's head off and that was the first time that like Mike Tyson used all of his rage against another human being. Okay. That's his Where's his bully story. now? Is he in prison, hopefully? Because why would you do that to a pigeon? And he was like twelve. Yeah, that's scary. Right. I hope someone is tracking this man down. I, I couldn't tell you. Mm. But that was uh how he ended up in juvenile hall. And then okay. for like assault, you know, beating this man within an inch of his life. Right. Boy, they were both boys. Right. Um, but yeah, it was like, it was really tragic. And then I was listening, I was trying to imagine what a 12 year old Mike Tyson would sound like because I feel like he sounds 12 now. It's probably just way more adorable, honestly. It was probably really cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, I don't know if anybody comes across it, I recommend watching it. It was um watching either episode those are the only i watched whitney houston's too i haven't watched john ritter's Mm. i'll get to it that's really disrespectful (laughs) it's the only one left like (laughs) don't say you'll get to it you should be excited the next one yeah i'm excited okay good (laughs) thank you for that anyways uh what's what's on your mind Oh, um, let's see. Uh, the circle finale is coming up this week. I'm very excited about it. Actually, that should be Wednesday. And the finale of Big Brother is this Wednesday as well. I'm all my shows are coming to an end. I'm really excited about it. Um, actually, one of our listeners messaged me and was like, Oh, I was gonna write in to ask you to talk about the circle. And uh, but they didn't know if you watched the circle. And then I was just like, no, 90 percent of Becky's television choices are trash. And then they were like, I figured and we kikied about it. And it was really cute. That's hella disrespectful for <laughs> no reason. Cute. It was a really I feel like cute that's moment one of those for me things you just kept. and one of our <laughs> listeners. And I wanted to share with you on the air because our listener will appreciate it. That's sweet. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you guys can yeah, kiki over hurting my feelings. No, she doesn't watch the good shows. I don't watch your show. She doesn't watch the good ones. Um, occasionally, but like 10% of the time, she's right on the money. <laughs> so rude. That 10%, that 10%, that 10% is really holding weight. Okay. 
clearly it's not if it's only 10 percent. but that 10 percent is good it's a good solid 10 it's not i don't really like what i watch um which is why i watch it and then i finished this last season or the the first half of the double feature of american horror story and then i finally watched american horror stories which is like the spinoff little mini episodes that season that they just had mm-hmm. and it was pretty garbage but i love horror mm-hmm. and yeah i love it i can't i actually was sitting there watching it at like 2 a.m and i was like why are you doing this to yourself like why are you alone watching this as your choice and i was just like folding my clothes and watching horror and i just that's so terrifying and then i started thinking about like why people don't like horror movies and i just don't understand i'll never understand it so that's what's really been on my mind is it's so much fun to watch yeah it's really exciting for me it's not to me a jump scare i hate it all right that's you know i barely got through watching the forever purge in theaters that's not true we were there together no we weren't yeah, we didn't we see were. it together. Yes, we did. Did we? Yes. The we literally talked about it on the podcast. See, this is what I'm talking about. Just mark this down as a note that oh, she doesn't remember anything. No, that's not the movie I'm thinking her. of. It's um, Quiet Place Two. Yeah, Quiet she, Place Two was the one memory. that I re- that I barely got through. I got yeah, through but that was Forever stupid. Purge. Why are you doing this? To me? <laughs> well, you didn't make the movie. <laughs> Why are you offended? <laughs> because I thought you were saying that it's stupid that I was scared of it. No, I'm saying that movie oh. was probably stupid. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Oh, I thought that wow. you were like. Wow. <laughs> so ins- I'm so used to you insulting me. Oh my gosh. Here she comes. When it doesn't happen, it touches me off excuses. guard. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Oh, Twitter devolved into a race war, as it usually does, like, twice a week. I feel like you say this every other week. Twitter is hilarious for, like, 0.5 seconds. And then, I literally, after I sent you that tweet about, like, the guy where we crowed together. <laughs> I love that. It was about that. Like, okay. Right, right after that, I clicked on a tweet, because some guy had tweeted... Uh, um, a video or had a retweet to a video um, of a club that was full of people dancing mm-hmm. like you know like a nightclub and the people on the video like you could see were um, like looked to be Middle Eastern mm-hmm. okay and so the guy quote tweets and this is a black guy I believe who did the quote tweet and was like I know it's stank in there or no, I just know it stinks in there. And then the retweets, the quote retweets of his tweet were just like, you racist porch monkeys (gasps) who got sold for five gold doubloons. (laughs) I had to laugh at that one because I was like, why five gold doubloons? I was like, I hate it when racism is funny. I hate it when racism is funny because it was so funny. And now I just need to figure out a joke with just so I can say the word doubloons. You on really stage. don't. I do. I wrote it down in my joke book. I was like, how did I forget about this word? I will craft a joke that will allow me to say doubloons on stage. I will. Um, but yeah, and then people are like, see, this is proof that POC solidarity doesn't exist. And then people started just showing like clips of different actors who are black and also middle e- or black and middle eastern in shows together and they're like these people didn't you know do this role for you guys to act like this and sky jackson retweeted and was like now why am i in it <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the whole thing was just really bad people were like kamala harris is shaking right now people were just having it was a really bad day <laughs> And I think it's still going on, but I haven't looked because those replies were actually kind of mean. People were like, y'all been waiting for so long to get this off your chest. And I will say this. There are people who took it over the edge. But I would also like to say if you're somebody who saw the Twitter thread, if you're on Twitter actually like me, we have to keep in mind that there are people who are children. They're actual children. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it's okay for them to speak like this. But I don't want you to go into the world and think that, like, this is a representative of, like, an entire community of people when you don't even know that some of these people who may have Middle Eastern pictures on their profile are Middle Eastern because there are white people who pretend to be black online. Like, a lot. Yeah. There and are it was, people- like, a big issue for yes. a while that people don't talk about. It was, like, a big thing on Instagram, like, mm-hmm. during during the reign of Trump. Yeah. Um, was a lot of white people with, like, 
and black I think that m- I think accounts. that it's probably close to half of these like retweets, yeah. back and forth are people who are neither black nor Middle Eastern mm-hmm. fighting. Mm-hmm. because it incites people like to bait with race they like to fight they like to get it's funny to them people really enjoy trolling when you're that miserable this is what they do it's especially true. kids who don't even see any harm in it who knows what their home lives are like so all i'm saying is just like don't engage with it move on with your day because you literally have no idea who's on the other half of that screen and you know they're probably just having a really shitty life but that's it for what I was thinking about. I I did think of something else when you were talking what? about that because of social media. Did you see the photo of um, Sanaa Lathan and her mom? That like... <laughs> I did and I wanted to quote. I wanted to comment under did you buy Beyonce? Okay. Why was that my first thought? Yeah, every time I, I see her. I was like, <laughs> why don't we know why this happened? Can so, we ask her mom? <laughs> did you raise your child to be a biter? So why was I scrolling through on Instagram and I saw on the melanin shade room like this photo mm-hmm. and then like pictures of her mother when she was young and yeah. then the last slide is like beautiful. Why did you buy Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And I was like, I'm glad we haven't forgotten. We'll never forget. <laughs> but there were people in the comments that are like, what? What happened? The- I was like, where were you? Where were you? <laughs> the world stood right still. Right before <laughs> Tiffany Haddish decided to shut up <laughs> and get with Common. That was a great decision, by the way. I've never congratulated you on that, Tiffany, but. That is beautiful for them. Beautiful both. move. I love that. Getting Common. They are he so is, cute. He is fine, 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 yes, conscious, talented. Mm that's he a got beautiful money. couple yes come on now and they're grown i just i'm so happy for Listen, them you're like cat sisters with serena williams <laughs> like you have been you have the same dick that's crazy Speaking i would talk about it celebrity relationships there's <laughs> another one that is much less exciting um chelsea hamler and joe coy Okay, I saw this and I was like having mixed emotions about it because I think it's cute. But you know what I love about Chelsea Handler? Um, besides that she's just like a really oblivious white woman sometimes. <laughs> is that she's she trying really so hard not to be? She's trying, but it's really hard for her because I feel like she should try a little bit harder. I don't know that she's, she's just really so giving it her, her best. But she will do whatever the fuck she wants. Uh, exactly. 100%. <laughs> and I there's something I can't help. But uh, applaud is just when any woman does whatever the fuck she wants to do at any particular time. Mm-hmm. And she'll date anybody. If she, she likes you, she likes you. That's it. I mean, I feel like you could be delivering her pizza and just shoot your shot on the right night. If she thinks you're attractive, there you go. New <laughs> life. And I love that. I love people who would just do it. But yeah, Joe Coy and her seem like they're evenly matched. They're both, you know, aging out of their comedy stuff. <laughs> I mean, not aging. Because I won't say say comedy has an age. Right. But I feel like they're both like going and saying like, hey, we're doing our last roundup of things Mm -hmm. before we sort of like trail off into maybe only making cameos or special appearances. Doing like four really big shows a year. Yeah. 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 So that is what it, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good relationship. I think that's a solid relationship. I also think that if it doesn't work out, those are like two people who could still really be friends and not freak out yeah absolutely they yeah. seem both like they yeah. seem like they are both people to that, be fair chelsea seems like that with everybody she dates that's true. like she could be that person regardless yeah she gives zero fucks yeah if it like didn't work out it just didn't lot. work out well i could talk about what's happening in pop culture all the time all you the could time. do that all day i could open up uh, twitter right now see what else <laughs> oh is there racist. was another thing i thought no we do we don't have time well <laughs> yeah, we do what's we have on? the time do you ever see the clips of sarah silverman's podcast I think I saw one one time a long time ago, but no, not regularly. I don't see them super often, but I did see one that was like written. She had a listener write in um, a 17 year old Mm -hmm. who wrote in who had just uh, watched her special Jesus is Magic. Yeah. Did did you watch that special? It was a very problematic, bad. It wasn't a bad special. But she just um she it was when she was like peak Sarah Silverman that was like pushing the envelope and like saying wild things for the sake of saying wild things. So she says the N-word multiple times in that special. Oh, does she now? She does. She says, Hmm. um I was not aware. She says I don't track. She had like this whole uh bit about like um Brody Stevens, I think, was in it, uh, doing a character of like big nosed Jew. Like it was really like it's a very problematic special. Um, mm. 
it was successful at the time because of it was the early 2000s, I think. And it was when people were getting away with a lot of wild shit. Um, and so the 17 year old wrote in and was just like, I just came, I came across this special because obviously like this kid is a kid and is, you know, has found out that they love Sarah Silverman and is like, Oh, what else can I explore? Yeah. Found that and just wrote in and was like, Hey, my heart sank. Um, yeah. How do you feel about this special now? Um, you know, looking back at it, or do you think that you've grown as a person? Um, I just don't really know how to like, it was just basically like this teenager trying to reconcile. Like I really value this person who is, you know, seems to be like such an ally and such a voice for marginalized groups of people and is also just like so vocal about injustice. It like hurts to see that, 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 you know, you were once just this really ignorant, like 20 something yeah, saying, with a platform saying dumb shit. And um, it was really interesting to like, listen to Sarah Silverman respond to it because like, she really like kind of just asked the kid like, well, do you think that I'm better? <laughs> like, do you think that I've grown? Um hmm. Which I I think is a fair question to be like, well, do you think that I'm the same person that you saw in this special when that happened? And then sort of like went through and said that like, I'm, you know, not proud of what I said. I have not gone back and watched that special because I know that I couldn't sit through it um, and kind of like worked through her feelings and like where she is now and where she came from or like whatever, sort of in that same way that like a lot of white women do mm-hmm. when they're on a podcast. Um But what was so wild to me was like the amount of people that were in the comments, which I don't know why it was wild to me, but the amount of people that were in the comments that were just like, you should never apologize for your comedy. And what does this 17 year old know? And she just doesn't know what the world is like yet. And I'm like, yo, like we're really going to hate on a 17 year old for asking a question like about the world. I don't know. I'm sitting here like if Sarah Silverman is already condemning her actions, who are you? Right. De- why are you there? Why are to you be defending like- something she's no longer defending? Exactly. It just makes no sense. Like you're really advocating, even when the people who are involved are like, "No, it was wrong," and you're like, "No, you were definitely right." And it's like and that would make me so angry if somebody was defending shit that I said. Right. And I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not her anymore." <laughs> People are just doing it. That whole idea is just like, we defend her because I want to be able to defend myself when I do the racist things. I will say this. I feel like Sarah should go back and watch it. Oh, yeah. I think it's it's literally the least. It's the least she could do. Exactly. I'm sorry. You can't sit through it. If people can still find it. If the 17 year old girl sat through it and was able to develop, like have all of these feelings and like put it together and write to you, you should sit through it. And maybe you'd have a better response than what do you who do you think I am am I still that person you would have something more to say than just like being told of it Mm -hmm. remind yourself how bad it was yeah and then you know formulate your response from there I don't like that cop out but yeah it wasn't ideal um the whole situation was really I mean I enjoyed watching it and listening to her response I did not enjoy reading through which why did I read through all those comments I have yeah. no idea. I'm sick. I do that too. I do it on. T- why did I go to the quote replies when they told me before I clicked on it? I was already the tweet I clicked into told me it was a race war. And I was like, about what? And then had to go. I just, you just have to, to, to know. It. I needed to see. The, you have to see the thing. And they're like, read the quote tweets if you want to see what's going down. And then I did. And I scrolled through a lot of them. And I did. Like I said, I laughed. And sometimes racism's funny. It shouldn't be, but it is. It shouldn't be, but people were making comments about that. They're like, these niggas are out here using words from the 1800s. <laughs> They're like, we haven't heard these words since the 15th century. I was like, yes, doubloons. <laughs> I'm sorry to my ancestors that I laughed when they said you were sold for five doubloons. <laughs> it hit a spot you in my head. You have to stop saying but doubloons. Because it's so funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but that was the funniest shit. I had read in a really long time and it was racist. I'm mad about it. All right. Okay. Well, I think we should get onto the I advice. Think we've, covered, we've covered a fair amount of ground. Yeah. In the beginning of this episode. Uh, you guys know why you're here aside from listening to us banter, um, which yeah. we've been pretty kind to one another so far. <laughs> we should. I told you this pregnancy has been really hard on me. Okay. I can't. Moving on. I can't, I can't be. But on this podcast, we are here to give you advice. Well, we're here to answer questions. 
it's mm-hmm. not always advice. Sometimes it's really just stuff you want to know about us. Yeah. Um, you got questions? We got answers. We do. And you can always submit your questions to us in, uh, there's in the link trees in both of our bios on Instagram. Uh, there's a submission form. You can also hit the link in the show notes or you can send us an email at it's crazier in my business at gmail.com. Um, we love to answer your questions. Truly, we do. Uh, even if you've already sent in a question, you can send in another one mm-hmm. or three or four. We send don't in really all care. the questions you want. Yeah. Okay. We do have two questions to read to you tonight. Let's see here. Question number one. <laughs> so you can't just start laughing. <laughs> You have to read the question. Question number one is, why can't my reflection show who I am inside? Have either of you ever had an identity crisis or struggled with your appearance? I think it's normal, right? I don't know if it's normal, but like, yeah, I've had an identity crisis. I think crisis. it's normal, but go on. Um, I think I've, I live in a perpetual identity crisis. Nah, Maybe not so much. I think I'm on the other side You're of it being now. Real dramatic. But am I allowed to answer the question for <laughs> myself? Ahead. Oh, thank Go you so ahead. much. Um, I think that mine was like very, very like race related. But growing up, um, transracially adopted and in a predominantly like white, um, area, I think that there were a lot of things that I struggled with as far as just like who I was, um, who I could like relate to, which felt like nobody because I didn't know anybody that had that shared experience of like growing up um, black with a white family that had no comprehension of the black experience whatsoever. Um, And I think it took a really long time to also just like be in a space where like I felt um, like I could just be authentically myself um, and not feel insecure I actually still think I'm working on that but um yeah anyways I guess what I am saying is yes I've definitely struggled with that uh definitely also struggled with my appearance because I wasn't always cute and that shit sucked but I am now and it's way better so yeah I'd say it's pretty normal (laughs) okay what do you got I've seen baby pictures of Becky she was always cute it was it's Hmm. it's what happened she's (laughs) she was always cute there are gaps that nobody's seen pictures of (laughs) (laughs) oh I have zero pictures from a large chunk of my life um okay so I definitely think that having any sort of identity crisis or issues with your physical appearance are normal for I mean because we grow up right Mm -hmm. like you have to go through puberty your body changes things change so I think that's normal if you're talking about like in adulthood I still think it's normal um for me an identity crisis uh happens all the time I have BPD uh, so if we're talking about like who I am, sense of self wavering is one of the symptoms. So I'm constantly having existential crises. Who am I? Is my What is my personality? What do I stand for? Who am I? What does it mean? I break down like that probably once a week and I'm just like, I am nothing. I am no one. Who am I? This liar. This just a poser. Um, Stop it. I do. I had it. I went. I talked to Justine about it. A girl has no self. Yeah, exactly. I'm nothing. I'm literally, I'll say that all the time. I'm like, I'm nothing. I looked at the the Burks I was wearing the other day. I was like, Becky told me to buy these. I'm just doing what Becky said. (laughs) I have nothing. I have no opinions of my own. And then I have to remember that like most of my opinions are the reason why people think I'm a bitch. So I've got opinions. You do. Um, You definitely have opinions. But there are days where I genuinely feel like I have nothing. Like I've literally am just a blank canvas of nothingness. Um, As far as my appearance. I struggled a lot growing up with my hair. Mm. And then I shaved it all off when I turned 18. So I, that was pretty much like the extent of looking in the mirror and hating what I saw looking back at me because I just could never get my hair right. Um, I don't even know like what goes on with my hair, but I have like bald spots and patchiness. It breaks off. It's very brittle. Like my hair has just never been it. And it was like the main thing that like, I've had family members who would tease me about it. I'd go to school and it would be a problem. Mm -hmm. So like that problem, like looking at myself and being like, hey, 
I just really dislike my hair. And I think about trying to grow it out all the time. And people are like, well, hey, there's different things you can use and fix it. But it, I feel like that whole process would just be more traumatizing. Because if I tried it to, like, again. like open it up and go through it again. And if you experience it again. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be like upset. So now I just keep my head shaved and mm-hmm. I wear wigs. Um, everybody who knows me knows that. You see my videos. Wigs all day. Um, if I was ever to do something like that again, it would have to be like, I found a stylist who was 99.99% sure they could grow my hair right. And like understand what was going on. So that's probably the biggest I've had with my appearances. But I feel like you can be like if you aren't matching, like, why can't your reflection, you know, be who you are? You can. I think that there's there are a lot of ways to express yourself. Clothing, wigs, like I said, makeup. Mm hmm piercings tattoos if you're old enough hopefully everybody listening is they're th- like if well, you they're want, not <laughs> hopefully i say that if you're old enough to go get them get them you know i've said that about myself there are things that i want to do and um and i'll feel more like honest with myself once i have those things done because i like i want to who i am to be representative but i also think that who i am right now is and i think that was a really big uh point for me into adulthood is realizing that like who i am is what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. I chose to look like this when I left my house. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, cool, this is who I want to be. I mean, aside from anybody having any sort of like body dysmorphia issues or, um, you know, anything else, you guys know what I'm talking about, along the lines of you feeling not okay um, in whatever vessel. Also, it doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, once you let go of that and we're just like a sack of meat and fat and stuff, you kind of feel okay. Because that's what I think. I think I'm pretty dope, and this is like a sack. Also, I mean, I'm very cute, but that comes from me acknowledging that this is just a really cute meat sack. And you're a really cute meat sack, too. Thank you. Not you. I was talking to the listener. Jeez. Okay. Anyways, there's that. Wow. I was having a moment, and she took it for herself. You're a cute meat sack, Becky. I know. You just said that. Yeah, but I was saying it to my listeners. Now I'm saying it to you. First of all, they're our listeners. Oh, (laughs) sorry. And maybe I'm also a listener. So can I just... You don't, though. I know that. I'm technically a listener. Okay, so the next question. (laughs) This listener writes, how do you navigate relationships with people who aren't vaccinated and are just doing more research? My best friend and my sister are both unvaccinated, and I don't think that they plan on getting it anytime soon. And I low-key want to cut them both off, but I can't really. How do I get them to see the light? Thank you so much for your podcast. I'm a big fan, and you're both such talented comedians. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. Thank you. It is really nice. Thank you for saying that. Do you want to go first? Um, <laughs> I don't. <sighs> okay. So. In a real way, I avoid asking anyone about anything medically related to them. So I'm not somebody who goes somewhere and is like, hey, are you vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? Now, I will volunteer to people because I know that I don't ask about people's medical information. Mm -hmm. I often volunteer that I'm vaccinated. Um, If I volunteer that information, typically people who are also vaccinated tell me they're vaccinated. Uh, People who are not vaccinated say something dumb um (laughs) so they either get very defensive you know what i mean like it'll come up in conversation because these are the times we're living in and i'll be like yeah i got vaccinated and they'll say something stupid and i um at that point if the door is open to whatever stupid thing they said i usually like to correct any sort of misinformation about it um and then sort of leave it there i only have one major relationship with someone who is not vaccinated um who is not getting vaccinated like as a and they don't plan to do it at any point in time because they're ignorant um as opposed to having like a good like medical reason for not doing such and in that case i it happens to be somebody who's like really integral in my life so I understand what you're saying where you're saying you can't cut them off like are you want you low key want to cut them off but you can't really. I think spending less time with them um not accepting invitations 
phone calls are great. And if they're asking, why don't they see you as much? Let them know that, you know, with COVID cases the way they are, you don't feel comfortable doing that. And that's valid because there are people who are still losing their lives over this, over right. COVID related diseases and illnesses. And like we need to. As a direct result of people not getting vaccinated. Right. Yeah. So I wouldn't put yourself in any more risk to be exposed. And if you do go and hang out with those people, if you need to be around that, I would say mask it up. Mm-hmm. When I'm with this person, I mask it up as as often as I can. Um, I mean, I am vaccinated and I'm, you know, do we sanitize and we keep ourselves pushing through, but we can't really force people to do things. I mean, we keep shaming them. We keep trying to tell them there are people who will never, who will never get it. And I'm, trying to get to a place where at least if the majority of us are doing what we need to do we can really you know strengthen ourselves and it sucks whatever happens to those who don't want to listen that's yeah i don't know what else to say i don't know that i have a lot more to add to that um i will admit that i am unvaccinated that is directly due to my pregnancy um, when I first tested positive for pregnancy, <laughs> <laughs> the um, real virus, <laughs> uh, it was, I think it, it, I think when I got pregnant, it was prior to the vaccine coming out. Yeah. Um, and then when the vaccine did come out, the CDC at the time was not recommending it for pregnant women. And then, um, they were like, well, pregnant women can get it, like, if you want, <laughs> which was, like, very unsettling. Yeah, I mean, I know pregnant women um, who have gotten it. and I know Yeah, I know pregnant who, women yeah. who have gotten it as well and have delivered and have healthy Perfectly babies fine, yeah. that are also, um, that also have the antibodies. Right. So I think that there is a lot of benefits. Um, I was so fearful. <laughs> Yeah. because of how and then like once they had said pregnant women can't get it they also went back and said like we don't recommend it for pregnant women anymore and in the last i want to say five weeks um the it cdc still says pregnant women can get it it doesn't they're not saying that pregnant women should get it um but all doctors have come to the agreement that like pregnant women should be vaccinated i am in the last weeks of this pregnancy um so i have chosen to just deliver and then get vaccinated immediately after um the baby can still get the antibodies through um breastfeeding and that's what feels safest for me that said uh i am not with anybody that doesn't have a medical reason yeah um not getting vaccinated i think it's wild to me uh, I definitely have people in my life that I know that aren't comfortable getting vaccinated or, are you know, claiming the whole doing more research thing, which is wild, uh, just because I know them and they've never researched anything in their lives. Also, it's uh, been a year. That's what made me mad about the whole Nikki thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you were gonna research, you would have done it, y'all. Like, also, I'm just like, what research is it what's the research that you think that you're doing because i know that these are not people that are going on google scholar and trying to find academic journals they're going to united states library (laughs) they're making they're going to (laughs) truthnet.com they're pulling out old docs about immunizations they're like what is this what even is a vaccine really (laughs) going back to basics um but I do think, you know, in the same way that Tavi said, the best thing that you can do is like if you are going to be in proximity with these people, because clearly they are important to you and you love them regardless of whether yeah. they're vaccinated or not, um, you know, do what you can to keep yourself safe. And if that is like, hey, we can't hang out until um, I feel more comfortable with it or whatever it is, um, yeah. I it, you have to do what's best for you. Um, I don't recommend cutting them off just because I don't know that that's going to have a real big impact on, it's not going to change their mind. And I feel like it'll also hurt you potentially because these are people that you care about. If you didn't care about them, you wouldn't have wrote in the question. Um, so it seems like everybody would get punished in that way or in that regard. So 
you know, I encourage you to like establish boundaries, like don't hang out. Um, if that's not something you're comfortable with or only hanging out like outdoors at the park or, um, you know, finding alternative spaces to spend time together, zoom calls, FaceTime, you know, how we were doing it during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and now are these people who are unvaccinated? Sorry. I have a question. Are they unvaccinated and then also refusing to mask up? Oh, yeah, because if they're anti-maskers, we have a problem. We have a really because I'm going to say this. That's the, different. the person that I have that I know is uh, who is not vaccinated will still mask up is still mm-hmm. very clean is just very fearful mm-hmm. of this situation. And I have tried what I can try, you know, on my end. But I don't have a problem engaging with them because there's distance. There's masks. We're here. Everyone's still aware. No one is straight up denying that this exists. Right. Now, yeah. if you're with people who are just like uh, conspiracy theorists, yeah, <laughs> you got you to cut them off because that's not healthy for you in the long run, yeah. mentally. And then also, if they have those thoughts, then there's there's probably a lot of other problematic yeah. reasons yeah. <laughs> that maybe you should so, cut them off. As um, long as they wear a mask, you mask up, they mask up, go out and have a picnic, right? That's yeah. what you're saying, outside. Yeah. And that's all I really have to, that's all the advice I have for that. Yeah. I hope that helps. We really do. I'm sorry that you're going through it. Me too, because that sucks. Because like best friend and sister, those are this panini has really divided us. And I never thought this would be the thing. It could have been anything. Just like it could have. It really could have been anything. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, what happened? What What were we doing right before the pandemic? I don't remember. It was like. Well, I remember. We have to remember, reminisce, rememberness. Uh, we have to reminisce. We have to say, like, we went into lockdown, and then everyone was buying toilet paper. And I'm not gonna front. Like, you guys. I'm trying to remember. Like, I was, was one of those people who bought a lot of toilet paper because there y'all were buying of- toilet paper. I didn't want to hoard toilet paper. I want to talk about it though because it's been on my spirit. I hoarded toilet paper because others were hoarding toilet paper. Yeah, that's how the whole thing started. Yes, and when I went to the store, there was none. And so I couldn't depend on this. So I bought a whole bunch of toilet paper as well. Drove around and got it one day. We got low on toilet paper. Mm -mm. We got real low. And that's how we transitioned to the bidet life. Yeah. And now we have clean buttholes all the time. Super clean. I mean, it's nice. Oh, look at them. Yeah. Not to brag. Yeah. Um... But, but yeah. things were hectic and people I'm were a lot to, I mean, more racial tensions were still they were they, they were they, te- were, things, they were, were, tense. T- things were tense because but we had a lot of time in the house because it wasn't immediately tense because when we first got locked down Tiger King came out you know what that's and we right. were like Carol oh, Baskin yeah, we were all mm, yeah that's right husband we were doing it <laughs> We were in it with Carol Baskin. Tiger King is we doing a season ways two, by to the socialize way. And if stuff. you wanted to know, Netflix is yes, I heard season two. So season two. So prepare thyselves. Everyone's like, we're not gonna watch it. You're gonna watch it. That's we're all the, gonna watch it. We're all gonna watch it. It's Don't lie be, to yourself. It's gonna be our reset. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I think we need it. Yeah, I need to figure out what's going on with the big cats and those crazy white people. <laughs> But the pandemic was and okay, so people have ta- people took different routes through this though. Mm-hmm. People were first freaking out, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And now those same people who were hoarding all the toilet paper are now denying that COVID's a big deal. Those are the same people. They are the same people. Those are the exact same people, and that's what makes me upset about this. Because they, they were switched. also the same people that like um hoarded ammunition. Mm-hmm. They were the ones clearing out Big Five. They were ready for the end of days. And then once they the got tired. Were preparing for the race war. Yeah. Oh, that. Uh, <laughs> that never comes to fruition beyond Twitter. Which is why it's weird. That, this is why I'm saying it's weird that it was the thing that divided us. I started us. training for the race war. Did you? Yeah, I started running every day. Oh, man. Okay, here's the thing. If I was in I shape, stopped. I would want to do parkour. If you're in shape right now and you're not learning parkour, what are you what what are you doing with your body why did i see somebody doing parkour around their house they should <laughs> it was so funny. you it was should be training i saw a tiktok of it i there no better skill during the end of days than being able to run up a wall and hop over a fence with, with quickness what parkour is the future i just want to be dauntless yes <laughs> absolutely we all do actually you know what candor really candor 
We got to tell the truth up in this bitch. <sighs> You're not wrong. Yeah. That's where I would belong. I took the quiz in the back of the book and that's what it said I was. That's good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really the truth fearless. Anyways, what are the I other guess, ones? Wait. So oh, it's, it's Dauntless. Candor. Amity. Am- Amity is the religious the, one? No. Amity is the happy one. Oh, yes. Amity. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like Amity. The word. That's right. Yes. <laughs> what's the what's the religious one? Um. Oh, my gosh. Why are you making me hate this now? Okay. So hold on. Dauntless. Candor. Amity. Abda. Oh, ab- no, abnegation. Abnegation. Yeah. Yes. I don't like that one. Not well, because there's anything wrong with it. Well, it they weren't wasn't. necessarily religious either. I think they weren't you religious. Put, you put, I that, put that on, on them. them. <laughs> when, <they> were, <laughs> like, when she only got to look in the mirror one time after her haircut, like, oh, so I was this like, is the mm. cult <laughs> I was like, mm, no vanity. Sounds Technically, familiar. they're all cults. Yeah. It's a hippie commune over at Amity. Dauntless seemed cool because at least I'd die doing something fun. I just had a lot of questions regarding old people and children that were never really answered. Because they're like, you got to do this to get into Dauntless. And it was like, so where are the kids who were born into Dauntless? And what about the old people? Because if they went through training, they wouldn't be factionless because they try to like excuse like, oh, if you don't pass your dauntless training, you would then become factionless. Like if you can't get through your initiation with any other groups, you become factionless. I think they just and, eventually die. Yeah. But if you're old before you died, you just died trying to get off the train. I guess. They're like, bitch, you can't get, you're going to die. <laughs> Nobody gets old and dauntless. <laughs> do old age. But what about the babies? <laughs> They're not Because they babes. had dauntless born on the board when they were competing. That is a big plot hole. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that wraps up. Yeah, let's get to <laughs> uh, Michelle, this podcast. Guys. We do have our uh, segment coming up for The Bachelorette because the next season of The Bachelorette's coming up. Um, if this is where you stop listening, Tavi, where can people find you? Tavi Talks Trash, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Also, 10 Toes on the <laughs> Pavement. Hanging, banging, slanging. Thang, thang, lang, and uh, yeah, that's me, Becky. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at oh that's Becky. You can check out my standup at oh that's Becky.com. My Venmo is also oh that's Becky. Please send me money. We're having a baby. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. I was in Kitsa. She out here hustling, but she should. should. I'm looking into getting her a baby a onesie that says niece's favorite grandbaby. <laughs> <laughs> or no auntie's favorite grandbaby i said it wrong i'll get you it don't right want on to the do, shirt. you don't want to do grandpa's favorite niece i thought about it <laughs> and then i'm getting one that says my auntie's a doctor <laughs> and i know they already make that one she's never gonna wear it she's gonna wear it no she's not what do you think is gonna happen when you're asleep from your exhaustion what you're just gonna sneak in and, and train your this? child okay into the onesie i got and you're gonna wake up and be like wow and i'm gonna take a picture it's already gonna be on my insta story all right well now it's time <laughs> now's the time you guys uh the next season of bachelorette is coming soon to abc and if you don't know the next bachelorette is michelle who was on Matt, wait, Matt, right? Yeah, Matt was a bachelor. And she was, yeah, she was on Matt's season. She will be the next bachelorette. We are going to be discussing the candidates Mm -hmm. on her upcoming season. Are you ready, folks? Yeah. You're not going to sing a song for a bachelor recap? Well, this isn't bachelor recap. Okay. This is the prequel. Yes. This is Michelle's, guys prequel perfect okay so if you want to follow along with us we are looking at the list on reality steve um it's the first post from oh july 26th yeah we're late on this sorry guys uh (laughs) this is guys one through nine yeah uh, we're gonna michelle's guys probably see Mm. so first one we have um Alec Thompson. Hold on, let me get my, let me get a good look at him. He's white. 20, this is a bad photo of him. Alec Thompson, twenty nine, from Forest, Virginia. Okay, the sun glare is really not great here, but he also does link us. We get to we get linked to their Instagrams. 
Um, which I don't think that we got the last. Yeah, time but we you did can't this. click on it. He doesn't tag. He should tag them. He in does the... tag them. Where? Hold on. Tap the. Okay, Alec. He's twenty nine. I have a. I have something against the name Alec. I'm gonna tell you right off top. I hate it. Alex or nothing. I like Alec. I think Alec. You're asking for your son to be a douchebag. That's true. And I Alec don't like Barrett. Him. He looks like the villain's younger brother. He does. He Same does. haircut, everything. But you know what? The villain's younger brother is sometimes a good guy. No, but I'm talking about last season's villain. Well, what we thought he was a villain. With last the- season's villain was Carl. No, but last season, the guy <laughs> we thought looked like the villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, he does look like his little brother. They got similar foreheads mm-hmm. and forearms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm not super impressed. He seems like very basic, but he's probably like nice. He seems nice. Okay. Forest, Virginia. Okay, next we have Brandon Jones. <laughs> Brandon's cute. 26. He's cute. The lighting is bad in this photo, but yes, he's, he's cute. He's cute. He Listen, is cute. I don't like that he calls himself BMAC. Every dude named Brandon calls himself BMAC. That, that gets true. on my nerves. They do. They do all do that. Um, he also is 26. He's wearing a cross and he's got a black turtleneck. And I love the black turtleneck. Um, that's free, really doing it for free me. my niggas from the black turtleneck and <laughs> no <combo> because <laughs> we love a black turtleneck it's yes, a look we, it is a look but those dudes who wear, they will put on that black turtleneck and a chain and that's their going out outfit that's sunday that's at the club that's everything it's for a, them that is the look. outfit it's a good look it's a good look but we can't keep doing this you guys got to learn how to style he like a three-piece or though. something he, he really is, is really cute. cute he looks like he wouldn't call you back though yeah he does he and looks so, like he likes to spit game in the club and then i don't like light skins who can't open their eyes open them up i don't like the way he's looking at truly, me truly that's fair too because like honestly he's in the shade also <laughs> so no okay side I'm note this has nothing to do with michelle's guys this is about but to be somebody, real rude. somebody said jason derulo is the darkest light skin i've ever seen because he's got light skin energy and it's not wrong <laughs> He is dark skin, but he should have been light skin. And I feel like he knows he that in his heart. He should not have been light skin. He Look and watch have. his videos. Jason Drulo. He is does tripping. carry himself with light skin energy. I agree. He has a lot of light skin energy. <sighs> Imagine who he who he would be if he was light skin. Oh God! A exactly. <laughs> Even more of a menace. <laughs> it would be a problem. Oh, I could handle it. Okay. <laughs> Next, we have Brandon Kiefer. Okay. You know what, Brandon? I'm gonna be mad. I like him. I think he's cute. I think he's cute. He's 29. He looks like he's got like a good, like just good guy energy. I like him. Brandon walks to Trader Joe's to get his groceries. You think so? I think he does. Um, and I think that he, I think he probably volunteers like once a month at his local co-op. Really? I do. Okay. See, and I thought he was doing like a little tech startup, but it has like a positive impact. Where like if you buy something... They donate to children in need. I think both these things can be true. <laughs> like can... Um, wow, he just looks wholesome from yeah. Sulphur, Louisiana. I like him. I'm here for this. This is actually like when white guys, I like this. I like this kind. There's something about hair just past the ears that mm. is like very yes. non-threatening. Well, I like it really long anyways. I like long hair. Yeah. So it's cute. He's cute. Okay. Um, okay, next we have Brett Parker, 29. Hi, Brett. Houston, Texas. Brett looks like he's loves the theater. Um, Brett's shirt is one size too small. It and is, but you know what? Let him show off his body. It's not that I don't think he should show off his body. It's just that it makes him look so petite. It does make him look petite, but I think it's good. He looks nice. He looks friendly. He looks like he likes show tunes and Disney movies. I he love He looks this. like he makes extended eye contact and that makes me uncomfortable. Okay, that would make me uncomfortable. But if he was like doing this because, you know, he wanted to hype me up for something. He seems like a great person. I'm getting a good energy off of it. I'm, I don't I'm, think he's going to last long, but I'm getting a good energy. It's questionable for me. I don't know. There's something about it. Something a little off, Brett. Maybe it's just that his name is Brett. Mm. Okay. But, you know. Okay. Next, we have Brian Witzman, 30. Mm. Uh, definitely would have fucked you. Oh, no. Yeah. Would have met you no. in the back of a dive you, bar. Oh, my god. Yeah. I'm not proud of this. You and the bean-faced men. Not Ben. <laughs> not Ben. Sorry. Ben, your, be- your face is fine. <laughs> You're fine, Ben. You're fine. But he has a bean face. 
I think it's like the flannel and um No, it's literally his face in the shape of his head. You know what? You might be right because all of that is very much <laughs> I wouldn't touch it now. Um but 25-year-old me I'm would have been all about that. I'm hoping this is a bad picture of him. I doubt it. And then he's going to be more handsome. Are you looking at his Instagram? No, I won't do that. I told oh, you I'm not doing any because, further research uh, here. Because it doesn't. Nope. Nope, that's him. Okay. Well, um all right. Well, he was a former offensive lineman, so good for him. Yeah, he could have got it. Uh, next, we have Casey Woods, 36, Parkland, Florida. Oh, no. Mm, he's giving me knockoff Paul Walker. Mm, not even. Don't do that to my man. <laughs> May he rest in right, peace. Exactly. I will give him this. Casey does not look 36 to me. No, so, he definitely does not especially look with these. Now he's making me think these other men are liars. Like I'm looking at him and I'm like, if Casey's 36, y'all lying. Well, Casey, I'm pretty sure dyes his hair and his beard. Um, but he seems like he has good skin, which means he right. Has a like good Brett though regimen. might be lying because Brett said he was 29 and Casey's saying he's 36. Well, I think Casey gets Botox. I think Brett probably is 29. Okay. All right, Casey. But yeah. Casey's cute. Uh, he's taking this picture out. There's boats in the background. Does his dad own one of these boats? I doubt it. I think that's just him strolling down to the pier okay. to go take a photo for the bachelorette. So he wants us to believe he has money. He's coastal. He's from Florida. Oh, okay. I don't like him. Yeah, you know. Oh, he's a musician. Where are you getting all this facts from? Oh, they're going to their pages. Okay. No, look at what his IG handle name is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Dilla music. <laughs> that is. Shut up. Stop so embarrassing corny. me in front of our listeners. Well, don't be embarrassing. You see this? Um, so maybe he's just in it for clout. Who knows? We'll find out. Next, we have uh, Chris Gallant, 27, from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, okay. I don't really have anything good. Okay, or bad he to is say. not 27. <laughs> he might be. Okay. So he is almost someone I would be attracted to. He's a ginger. Yeah, because I do love a ginger. And But he's like a dark tone ginger. Those are nice ones. I like a dark tone ginger. It's his smile feels, I really hope that like, it's just. I think he's just like one of those people that they're like, we need you to smile. And he's like, this is mm. the same smile I've been doing since kindergarten. Yeah, and I don't Which like is, that. I don't know. It's kind of cute. But like um, overall, like he's probably a good hang. And I'm here for this. Yeah, he, I don't know. He looks kind of like a sweetheart. I don't know about a sweetheart. I think he looks sweet. He's all right. Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about you, Chris. Okay. I think he'll make it past the first night. Okay, next. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> next, we have Chris Sutton. Yes. 28, New yes. Orleans, Louisiana. Yes, Chris. Take it home. He's cute. Chris, he, you all are of it. Classic he's, good look he is, is how we describe Chris. Look at his perfect hair. He's a movie star. I mean, he he's got the look. Yeah, absolutely. I doubt that he's ever been rejected a day in his life. Yeah, there's no way. I don't think it's ever happened to him. The fact that he's doing just such a subtle smolder in this. Yeah, this <laughs> is he's a professional. He's either a model, actor, he's out here. Yeah. Chris um, is coming. I don't think Chris is coming for love. He just wants the world to see him. And you know what? what? That's fine because he's real cute. He is. He's cute. This is somebody. And you know what? Chris would look good with a beard without. He's clean shaven in this photo, but he would look good with anything. Yeah, because he has. Look at the shape of his face. Yeah. Yeah. He's. It's great. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good for you, Chris. Yeah. We approve. (laughs) We're rooting for you. Um, Clayton Nishard, 28. Okay, Clayton. Eureka, Missouri. Clayton looks tall. Is that Missouri? M.O. is Missouri. Yeah. He looks tall. Yep. That's really all I got. <laughs> he looks tall. Um, you know what though? He actually looks nice. He looks nice. He looks nice. Um, he needs a little bit more fashion sense. I don't know that I would have I don't love that he's wearing an athletic tee um for this photo. That could just me being, you know, I mm-hmm. could be being like a little bit too judgmental. Um, but he's cute. Yeah. And then he's cute. He has a nice Nice head of hair, nice, mostly symmetrical face and head. Um, good smile, good posture. 
Yeah, he looks toned. I'm, yeah, I'm not impressed, but I'm not like unimpressed. No, yeah, he's all right. He'll be fine. To I don't think fair, he'll make I, it past I don't the first know. day. I think that Michelle's guys are looking better than Katie's did. I'm surprised that uh, that they're all white. It, well, not all of them. No, Brandon. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> How could I have forgotten about BMAC? Yeah. Out there in Portland. He's really cute. And we've only done the first nine. We well, I know. I was t- specifically talking about these nine. Yeah. Um, okay, so that wraps it up for Michelle's guys one through nine. Mm-hmm. Um, we will... What do we do? The next episode, we'll do 10 through 17. Yeah. Well, and probably double up eventually because we got to get it before the show. Yeah, starts. we got to get it before the, the season starts. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Yeah, thanks. We really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be back next week. All right. Bye. bye.